After a full belly, all is poetry. Hi, welcome to Bite on This, an A to Z food podcast produced by the Better India. I'm Shruti Singhal. In this series, we'll be following the alphabet for a different food topic every week. The first episode is about aam, aka the mango, India's most beloved produce. The mango fruit was born in India and a country remains the world's largest producer of the fruit, producing more than 52% of the world's mangoes. Amra or Amrafal are its earliest names. The 7th century traveller Hyundasang is credited with bringing the fruit to the notice of people outside India. In the 16th century, Persian traders took the arm to Africa, from where it gradually spread to different parts of the world. I think it's fair to say that all Indians eat at least one mango every day of the season. From emperors and kings like Akbar and Bahadur Shah Zafar, to poets like Ghalib and Rabindranath Tagore, to commoners like you and me, the mango was and remains a universal favourite. Not mine. Wait, what? Hi, uh, this is Gopi. I don't love mangoes. What? You're me out. Pause for a second. I'm sure I didn't particularly hate it while growing up, but the assumption that to do so was a blasphemy was uh, reason enough for me to, you know, not like it. There's this collective assumption that everyone has to like mangoes. Wow, so you don't like certain varieties or you prefer to eat it in a certain way? While I was okay with not liking the fruit, uh, I think the people around me were uh, not okay with it and they force-fed me. And I did not particularly understand as to why people were so uh, crazy about mangoes, what was so special about it. That kind of put me off entirely, that sealed the deal for me. I know that certain people don't like amaras or uh, they prefer to eat sliced fruit. I'm guilty of uh, not loving mangoes. So while I wrap my head around that, here's an interesting piece of information for you. Apparently, there are more than a thousand varieties of mangoes and they are all grown commercially in 80 countries in the world. Alfonso, Badami, Baramasi, Beganpalli, Benishan, Chosa, Dasheri, Dilpasan, Geer Kesar, Himayat, Himsagar, Jardalu, Langda, Malgoba, Nazuk Pasand, Neelam, Malika, Rehmat Ekhas, Raspuri, Rumani, Sindura, Tota Peri. Wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me that Baramasi is available all 12 months? Or Dilpasand is a universal favourite? And what's with the name Rehmat Ekhas? What's so special about it anyway? And Tota Pari, loved by parrots. Is it because it's Tota? I don't have answers to all your questions, but I do know that Alfonso or Hapus was named after the Portuguese cultivator. While others like Beganpalli or Dasheri were named after the regions they were found. Sadabahar, for example, is a new mango variety that flowers three times a year. So it means that you don't have to wait until summer to taste this variety. And this was developed by a mango farmer from Kota district of Rajasthan. My name is Sri Kishan Sumanayu. 
He has developed the Sada Bahar mango, a variety that flowers three times a year. But Suman wasn't always a mango farmer. I come from a family of traditional farmers. I would go to school and study, but I had to follow the family tradition, which was to grow rice and wheat. He took up farming, but wanted to follow natural methods, which would protect the soil, bring him good returns, and nourish consumers. But rice and wheat being intensive crops, he decided to move to vegetables. We started growing vegetables, but we needed to use pesticides and chemicals to control the pests. This was bothering me because I didn't want to harm others, but also give me profits. I thought of moving to flowers as there would be fewer pests with this crop, which would minimize the use of pesticides. And since flowers are not directly consumed, whatever little pest control I used would not harm people. So in 1995. He began cultivating rose, mogra, and mayur panki flowers. He did this for three years. During this time, he developed a plant that yielded roses of seven colors. This restored my enthusiasm as I was able to farm without harming nature or humans. I thought if I could work with roses, I could try it with mangoes as well. The mango crop yields fruit in alternate years, while the farmers' expenses remain the same each year. Suman's solution: he brought seeds and stones of different mango varieties and nurtured them for many years. When the saplings were large enough, he grafted them on rootstock. One winter, I saw that one tree in my orchard had yielded fruit. I nurtured the tree and saw that it would give fruit in the summer and monsoon as well. I used this tree as a scion and planted some more trees, and we now had a modified crop that gave us fruit even on dwarf plants too, at least three times a year. This tree had dark green leaves and a good growth habit. Growing them for years. He found the tree immune to common diseases and major disorders. From yields every alternate year, farmers now have a variety that yields the fruit thrice in one year. So this variety is really good for them. Because its taste is similar to the Alfonso, people are enjoying this variety. Saplings are also being sent to the USA, Italy, Nepal and Pakistan because of the demand which we are not able to meet. As word of this unique mango variety spread, it reached the National Innovation Foundation. At the time, it was the Honey Bee Network. They were intrigued by Suman's innovation. For 11 years, they watched the orchard to verify his claims, making sure that he did not gift or sell saplings to others. Finally, in 2017, he was conferred with the Farm Innovation Award held at the Rashtrapati Bhavan. Some saplings were planted there too. You've been listening to Bite on This. An A to Z food podcast produced by the Better India. I'm Shruti Singhal. 
while Suman developed a mango variety that could bear fruit even in winter, Maharashtra's Ravi Machetwar grafted a mango tree that gives 51 varieties of mangoes. A civil engineer, Ravi returned to farming to follow in his father's footsteps. Practicing high-density farming, he grew more than 1,000 mango trees on a two-and-a-half acre of land. And since 2005, he stopped using chemicals and fertilizers, using only natural methods to keep the soil fertile and the crops healthy. My name I am a resident of Maharashtra's Washim Zilla. I have a 5-acre field there which has a 50-year-old mango tree. The fruit from this tree was sour because of which it wouldn't sell. So he came up with a solution. So in June, about 5-6 to six years ago, after a few monsoon showers of the season, I trimmed some branches of the tree. I did not touch the big branches, but only trimmed the smaller and external branches. New branches started appearing in the places where I had done this trimming. When I saw that they were as about as thick as a pen, grafted them with different varieties of mangoes that had good commercial value in the market. He visited many villages and farms in Maharashtra and Gujarat, looking for mango varieties that were tasty, nutritious and economical. He brought back the ones that met his requirements. I had visited many villages and farms in Maharashtra and Gujarat, bought several varieties, tasted them, when I liked them, bought them back and grafted them on this tree. In this way, I completed 800 graftings that summer. By the second year, he had completed 1,350 graftings of 51 varieties of mangoes on that tree. Are some of the varieties. There's one that has a citrusy taste, very similar to oranges. There's another one with a similar refreshing taste, like a moth freshener. This is the best example of the rejuvenation of a plant such that it now yields fruit that brings him 30,000 rupees each year. This tree has become a germplasm of mangoes, a mango bank. It helps us preserve mango diversity in the country where if a farmer has lost his tree or even a farm to human or natural causes, he can take the crafting from me and restore the crop. So you see Gopi, mangophilia is quite strong in this country. The poet Mirza Ghalib loved the fruit so much that he could eat more than 10 to 12 in one sitting. What? Mirza Ghalib ate 6 to 7 mangoes in just one sitting? No, it's actually 10 to 12 if they were regular size and 6 to 7 if they were large. Are you serious? Well, yes. Altaf Hussain Ali recorded stories about the legendary poet's love for the fruit in the book Yadgar-e-Ghalib. One of these mentions his friend Hakim Razi Khan, 
who did not share Ghalib's love of mangoes. So once, when he was visiting Ghalib, the Hakim said that a passing donkey had sniffed at mango peels and continued moving. Look, said the Hakim, even donkeys don't eat mangoes. True, replied the poet, donkeys don't eat mangoes. You've been listening to Bite on This, an A to Z food podcast by The Better India. I'm Shruti Singhal, music and sound effects from YouTube's audio library. If you enjoyed our podcast, do share it with your friends and family. And if you really loved what you heard, then please do drop us a review. Don't forget to subscribe to it on Stitcher, iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.